0: Hey you, I see you working so hard. I know that you're trying all the things, and yet word of mouth continues to be the only way you're trickling in new clients. At this pace, you know it's going to be another three to five years to reach your goals. You see others out there making progress, and honestly, it seems really easy for them. You're wondering, what am I missing? I want you to know this isn't your fault. Most likely, you've been copying and pasting methods that have just worked for someone else instead of having a method as unique as you. It can be different. Even if programs haven't worked for you before, even if you've struggled to follow through before, even if you struggle with ADHD, depression, anxiety, even if you're new to the industry or older and this whole social media world feels totally foreign to you, even if, you don't want to make videos. It can be different. When you know the few things you need to focus on to actually generate money in your business, everything becomes clear. In five weeks, your business can look completely different. DM me the word method on Instagram for details. It's at RenlopaOfficial. I'll be waiting. I am going to call today's session today's live training with y'all um a client retention playbook three techniques to retain new and old clients okay and listen i know that you guys have so much on your plate you're focusing on like a hundred things at one time so what i like about these techniques i'm going to share with you is that they are very easy to implement and stay consistent with okay so definitely promise you that. All right. So let's go ahead and get started. And the place that I want to start is essentially some of the main reasons that clients leave. Okay. So what I always like to do when I'm trying to solve any kind of problem that I'm having, whether it's a business problem or a personal problem or like a relationship problem is I try to look at it from The other person's side okay so instead of getting mad and being like clients are jerks they keep leaving me it's like why would a client leave or what would need to happen for me to leave a hairstylist right i try to put myself in their shoes and it's like what circumstances would make me not be loyal to somebody that i like or i have a relationship with or i've been seeing for five years so here are some of the main reasons why clients leave okay And it's not about right or wrong. Like we can hear these and we can be like, that's not fair or whatever. But truthfully, like it just is right. It just exists. It's just there. So it's like, well, what can we do about it? Okay. So the first reason why clients leave is inconsistency. Okay. So this could be an inconsistent end result. This could be an inconsistent overall experience. And I'm going to say that I would argue most clients are going to give you multiple chances, okay? So I don't think people are mad if it's inconsistent one time. Most people are very, like, understanding of that stuff. But when it's a pattern of inconsistency and a pattern of things changing, definitely that is what's going to cause them to seek out another experience. The second reason why clients leave is not feeling heard okay not feeling heard i remember in hair school and it touched me so deeply i remember in hair school i heard that a lot of people in their lives have very little physical touch okay and so a lot of time hairstylists might be the only person in that person's life who is touching them and caring for them in that way i would also argue that hairstylists are often the only people in someone's life who actually listens to them think about it like you know you have your kids where you have to listen and be supportive (laughs) you have your parents and you're listening and you're being supportive you have your clients you have your spouse you have your best friend like sure you're going to be able to show up and be heard sometimes but a lot of times we're not being heard by anybody right everyone is just trying to get their point across they're trying to be heard they're trying to get support from us So when people come and sit in our chair, I think one of the most beautiful gifts that we can give them is listening, just listening and really helping them feel heard, which I'm going to give you some tips on that. Okay. And then lastly, one of the other reasons why clients leave is just feeling like a number. And so what I mean by this one is essentially like they're not really feeling that customized personalized level of attention from you, you know, It's just like, they just don't feel special. They feel like you're giving maybe the same haircut and hair color to everybody who's coming in. They feel like you're not really like looking at them or seeing them or hearing them. You're just kind of like doing and it's kind of like a basic cookie cutter experience, okay? Nobody wants to feel like a number. Nobody wants to feel like everyone else. Like people wanna feel special, all right? So what can we do To kind of fight the reasons why people leave but also just focus on giving this like delicious experience that's going to keep people coming back for more sometimes we make it so complicated where it's like how we think about it in different buckets of like how i keep a new client and how i keep an old client are different but they're so similar and when we start thinking about old clients in a different way that should already tell you something right like we should be able to show up with that same enthusiasm, whether they're new or recurring, whether we've seen them three times or 25 times, like having that energy and having that same level of excitement about delivering that experience. I mean, I know when new clients come in, it's like, oh my God, I hope they like me. I hope I can do what they want, right? Like we are on the edge of our seat, like trying to go above and beyond to please them. And that shouldn't stop, okay? Like that shouldn't stop. So the first thing that we can do to retain our clients is something called active listening, okay? And again, the greatest gift I believe you can give anybody is to make them feel heard so making someone feel heard and listening to them are often two totally different skills and so active listening is how we get is how we like bridge this gap that could be an entire training okay is on active listening but a couple of the aspects of active listening is going to be eye contact. So not allowing us ourselves to get super distracted by everything around us, not, you know, looking over here, looking over there, checking our appointment book, looking at our watch, right? We're engaged. We are zeroed in on this interaction. We are also going to be recapping. Okay. When somebody says, I'm just feeling like, this side of my hair doesn't you know lay as nicely as this side of my hair we can just repeat that back right like okay yeah like the right side of your hair lays differently than the left side of your hair i hear you i actually have some ideas on how to help you right recapping it, this is what helps them feel like, okay, I can breathe because she's hearing me. She knows what I'm saying. I'm not gonna have to be in this stance of like fighting so hard to make sure that this person understands what I'm saying. It's like they relax, they ease. So then the third thing that is in active listening that's really important, similar with eye contact, similar with being zeroed in, is we are not going to interrupt, okay? And I know that like especially for people who are very quick thinkers and quick movers this can be really hard when you have kind of like slower talkers and slower thinkers and slower movers because you want to jump in right you want to try to finish the sentence you want to try to get to the get to the point like now we have to allow people to speak their entire thought because sometimes people are going in a different way than you think they are. And this is where a lot of misunderstandings happen. Again, if we are not getting that end result for them. If we are not giving them a good experience because we haven't taken the time to really listen and show them that we've listened, it is going to be so hard to not only retain them, but have them leave excited and happy, which is of course our goal with every single client. Okay. So the second thing we can do to retain clients better is we can ask open ended questions. Okay. So here's an example that I think is really going to show you the difference here. So here are two questions. Okay. So do you have any specific changes that you would like to see with your look? Okay. That's one question. This is considered a closed question because it's a yes or a no, right? To make this an open ended question, we would say what specific changes Would you like to see with your look? What could be working better? What do you wish was a little bit different, okay? Changing it to what versus do you? Game changer, okay? And this seems so simple, but I'll tell you guys, a lot of times we don't ask the what specific changes because we're busy. We're hoping they don't have any changes, right? We are kind of hoping it could be an easy one. We don't have to like think a lot sometimes. Okay. That's very human. It's okay. But like we need to get better at opening up our questions. Just like we did in the whole beginning of this exercise of like, basically like, why would somebody leave, you know, which has a judgment to it if we can say what in what circumstances would I leave and not be loyal to somebody I've been loyal to, right? We are opening a question in a new direction that allows for like deeper thought and like actually progress in the area. And we're also showing people that we care if we're just saying, oh, um, you know, do you have any changes that you want to (laughs) make versus, okay, like what changes do you want to make? Like these are different energies. People can tell what answer we're looking for when it's a yes or no question, okay? But when we're asking with like this openness, it allows people to open up. And when people can open up and be honest, which I genuinely believe is what all of you want, is for your clients to be open with you, right? It's always like, if they could just tell me exactly what they wanted, I could absolutely get it done for them. We would all be happy. It's like, this is how you get there, okay? So I would, go through your current consultation questions, like your most common questions and really write them all out, right? Like what are my favorite consultation questions? What do I tend to ask more often than not? And then see how you can open them up, right? How you can help create the environment of more conversation. Okay. So the third way that you can be retaining your clients is time management done 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 time management you guys (laughs) okay so this is going to be running on time staying on time getting your clients out in like a timely manner depending on the service right when people feel like their time isn't being respected it is such a turn off. And of course it is, right? Like when we say it like that, it's like, of course it is. And I want you guys to know if people don't know about hair, they're not going to naturally know how long things take. So for example, I have tattoos and the first time I went and got a tattoo, I was shocked because it takes so long and there are a lot of breaks for the artist. And now that I've gone a lot of times, I understand why. They're literally in the same position for hours, right? Okay, like they need frequent breaks. Nothing's wrong with that. But if I'm coming in with no experience, I'm not communicated. This could be eight hours. This could be, you know what I mean? And then I know I'm getting charged by the hour and I see them taking a lot of breaks. That can be confusing. That could lead to like misunderstanding. So the better we can communicate, number one, how what to expect in, their, in this visit, especially, you know, clients who have come to you for a long time, they kind of know what to expect. So if something is going to be different, if something is going to take longer, we have to be ready to communicate that with them because people also have lives that they're trying to like get to. And the plans that they have afterwards and everything like that. So we really need to be able to manage our time and manage expectations. Another thing with our time management is going to be running on time and really communicating when that's not the case, right? So, so much conversation in the past couple of years has been happening around clients being on time, clients, you know, not obviously not canceling but like all of that kind of stuff but we also have to remember that as stylists we have that same uh responsibility to our clients so having a system having a method for if i'm running late here's what that looks like if i you know whatever but like giving people the same exact respect that we want them to be giving us in return and hopefully giving them notice i can tell you most of the times, I would say a hundred percent of the times that I ran so over that my next client was upset and like couldn't wait, I knew I was gonna run over like an hour before I actually ran over. So I could have communicated way sooner. Where then that person can say, Okay, thanks for letting me know, no thank you, but they like haven't gotten in their car yet, right? Like we don't want people to get all the way to the destination and then have to wait on us 30 45 minutes and like shit happens the one of the major times that i ran late and upset somebody the client had was going through like a major divorce okay she was having a major divorce she was having a really tough time she was trying to get a massive change that we didn't have scheduled of course i just said yes to everything and then i ran so late i got a bad review by the next client who walked out. It was so embarrassing and stressful, but managing our time is such an important part of keeping our clients happy and keeping them coming back because they can trust, you know, it's all about trust. Like if they aren't sure if when they show up, I'm going to, they're going to have to wait 45 minutes or not. (laughs) You know, that doesn't make a very like exciting experience like people are gonna think twice or again they're gonna look for something else so it's like managing our time but also being quick to communicate when we notice like i said i knew i was running late an hour before that next client was even supposed to be there so it's like recognizing okay i see this is spiraling i need to contact my next client asap and get you know make sure that they feel taken care of because nothing's worse them being knee-high in a client your next client shows up you know you can't take them and it's just awful for everybody seriously okay so let's recap some of these so we have number one is active listening making people actually feel heard like I said listening and making someone feel heard are two totally different skills and active listening is how we do that it's basically the action of showing people that we are listening to them the action of showing people that we've heard them. It's not a passive activity of passively listening and doing whatever, but listening, it's making that person understand that they are being listened to, it's valued, it's heard, it's understood. Okay, so number two, we wanna ask open-ended questions. Instead of, do you have any changes you wanna make? It's like, what changes do you wanna make? If I could wave a magic wand what would be different about your hair right now? Okay, and then number three is time management, especially around communication. If we're running late, if we're running behind, communicating as quickly as possible, not hoping somehow we catch up, just communicating as quickly as possible about it. And then also managing those time expectations when people are changing up their services, right? Maybe they're used to a two hour service, now they're getting something different, it's gonna take double the time. We just have to be sure we're communicating that so there isn't any tension. Time is like the most valuable resource people have and so it can cause a lot more stress than we even think about, especially because as hairstylists, we know shit happens. It's very like fluid, you know? Every appointment is a little bit different, you know, all of this stuff. Regular, the everyday woman like doesn't necessarily understand how flexible each experience is and so they aren't going to know that so communicating and managing our time well, even if that means saying no to a client, asking for more stuff when we don't have time, it's like, oh great, let's do that next time. I'm going to go ahead and book it in with everything else. Um, You know, this is how we can really make sure that we're keeping those clients because when they feel that the experience is inconsistent, when they're not feeling heard, when they're feeling not special, they're feeling like a number, they're feeling disposable, they aren't going to come back. Okay. Whether they've seen you a hundred times or twice, like they're going to peace out. So the more that we can focus on these very simple things simple doesn't mean easy, but these very simple things, the better we're going to be at keeping our clients for a very long time and keeping them through price raises and keeping them through location changes and keeping them through maternity leave. Like it's possible. And this is how we build that foundation with our clients. So I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that this has really helped you see things in a very like simple, achievable way. You know, sometimes we see things and we're like, I don't know why that's happening, right? We're kind of just in this mode of like freaking out or just like not understanding. So I hope that this has made it more tangible and you're walking away with a couple new ideas of how you can really take your experience and make it amazing. And if you're a stylist that is more of an artist that really focuses the most on the hair aspect and you're really great at nailing that, these things, active listening, open-ended questions and time management, those are the things that are going to naturally build the other side of your business that you might not be as natural at, right? Like then you do just get a focus on making pretty hair because you know that the rest is handled and your clients are feeling good and everything is like good because even if you're getting a beautiful end result for someone, if they don't feel like they're heard, (laughs) they don't feel like you care. And if the timing is all over the place, they're probably not gonna stick around. So it is so important, especially for my super talented artists out there. All right, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Jump in my DMs, let me know what was helpful for you about this, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.